Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Wednesday night Bible study via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and 12 noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. Our weekly conference calls provide a platform for our supporting ministerial staff to share a message of hope and life with the people of God in relation to our church's monthly topic of study. We hope that you enjoy today's service and find something in it that resonates within your heart and drives your love and passion towards our Savior. We also hope that this message enhances your knowledge of God's word and your personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. So sit back, relax, take plenty of notes and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for joining us today. God bless. Good evening, everybody. I am so glad to be here. And I, your prayer was for a reason. And you'll hear later in my story, um, a lot has been going on. And I just want to first say, I do encourage everyone to um, come to the Thursday prayer time from 11 to 12. Uh, many times I can't really say anything, but I, I, I fast along with everybody. And I just really just to hear people praying for you and in the world, it, it means everything, guys. Um, so I encourage you to do that. And I also thank you for being here tonight. Um, I also want to thank Dr. Jackie Boone and Dr. Shelley Boone II for just giving me the opportunity again. And uh, because last time we did get kind of bleeped out, um, but during that time was really challenging for me. Um, as I'll tell you later. Um, I also want to uh, congratulate them on their upcoming anniversary and the Pastors Appreciation Day. Um, I won't be in in the country, but I I wish I was there. Um, And also, I want to thank the elders, especially Elder Janice Brown, just for being her authentic self. She's just a person who is just, she she represents everything that I even I, I desire to be. She's a she she's she's very focused spiritually and encouraging at all times. And I want to thank all the ministers and deacons for their support. Um, I want to start with a small prayer. Um, Dear Lord of my life, keep our hearts open to hear you. May we give you the glory for all things and encourage those around us. Let your peace that surpasses all understanding be with us. Who am I to deny what the Lord can do? Amen. Uh, The title of uh, my topic today is Attitude is Everything. Um, The scripture we'll be covering is John 16, verse 33. That's John 16, verse 33. And it reads, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world that you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And it's just hard to read just that scripture without reading um, John 16, 32. And it reads, Behold, the hour cometh, yea, and now come that ye shall be scattered every man in his own, and shall leave me alone. 
because the Father is with me. Now, if you uh, just try to take a look at verse 32, Jesus made it very clear that they would be separated and that he would be left alone. And that we can need to understand that there's sometimes that we'll be feeling alone from people and feel lost and, and, and abandoned at times. And when, sometimes, and when you feel alone, we sometimes withdraw from each other and from the people around us and go into our own little corner in our personal space. And during a time when we should be reaching out for the Father and for other people of faith for encouragement. And as we, you continue reading um, in that chapter, he says that we'll have tribulation. And that kind of gives me the segue to um, what's been going on with me. Um, when I was in Detroit, um, when I was supposed to speak last time and it didn't quite happen, um, I was there to take care of my stepmom. And she has Alzheimer's. And over the last several months, she hasn't eaten anything. And I mean anything. She tried to eat something for me, but with Alzheimer's, it, it can get very, very challenging. And over the last few weeks, when you say you've been praying the hardest, um, it's the, been the most challenging time for me. Um, giving her, getting, uh, talking with doctors back and forth, flying back and forth, constantly trying to do whatever I can to get her comfortable, um, talking with the doctor saying she's going to die any day now pulling out her feeding tube. It's very, very frustrating. And when you, in that situation, when you feel like you have done all that you can do and it sometimes doesn't seem enough, you get a little disappointed and discouraged. And during that same time over the last two weeks, um, I've been in the office of my business for over eight years at this one location. And in the last four days, he said, you have to move <laughs> and move into another spot and just trying to keep a positive attitude when things seem like they're just turned upside down. And it's, it's very, it's just, you feel unappreciated sometimes. You kind of feel disappointed and let down and it's okay to have those feelings. And it's a time to mourn. Um, and it, and also you feel like you're in a dump. But we can't let those things affect our everyday lives um, and let them control uh, our and affect our relationships and the people around us. And now I want you to ask yourself, what is your attitude? Do you show that you have cheer and joy? And I had to ask myself, what is your attitude, Elaine? <laughs> because I just noticed um, I kind of was more standoffish with my spouse, and he would just kind of in the next room, and he's, you know, he's like looking at me like, this is a Christian woman. She's supposed to be uplifting, and I'm, and I'm giving nothing but thank face is what he called it. It's like it was really hard to be motivated when everything was kind of just not coming together. And so when you have to check your attitude, you have to just see how your relationship affects others. And do you, is your attitude, do you bring your attitude home? And, and because people treat you bad or someone jumped in front of you in the car um, or someone said something that, that was, wasn't okay. And sometimes it's hard for us to kind of just keep that clear heart when, we, when daily stuff happens to us. So I just want you to remember that your attitude can affect 
uh, your attitude can come from your circle of acquaintances also. Your circle affects other people. If you hang around a bunch of negative people, you'll bring back a bunch of negative. So it's really important to be around people who are encouraging to your life and that can impart into your life. So when you get um, get around other people, it, 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 that attitude kind of just feeds into the rest of your day and it affects all the people around you. And I personally want you to look at your attitude and hopefully you're not the person with a negative conversation that's bringing other people down because something is going on with you. You always have to check how things are, what you're, what's happening to you and watch out because people are always watching you. And when I looked into Romans 12, 2, it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how do you renew your mind? It's changing your attitude. And it usually starts with our everyday conversation. What you say can affect other people. So you have to be careful in, in all the things that, you know, you kind of, you might feel a certain way, but you always, like I said, you always have to just see who's around, like a child. They'll repeat everything you say. So when you, you, when you say something negative and you hear another, a child repeat it, you need to look at yourself. And that happens a lot of times. Um, and then I was uh, looking at Ephesians 4 and 31. It said, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every other form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to others. So when, you, when your face is tight and you're angry, you'll notice that people tend to back off of you and not be bothered in the fear that you, you might be, they might be the next person in line to get attacked. But just your, your appearance and how you, you come off to a person. So you have to be careful with that. So sometimes it's all, somebody is always watching what you do, especially when you say you're a child of God or a Christian. Um, as I move on to Philippians 2, um, 14 and 15, it says, do everything without grumbling and arguing so that you may be blameless and pure. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like a bright light in the world of wickedness. That's sometimes one of my biggest challenges, not complaining and, you know, and, and like I said, and having a bad attitude. Sometimes you have to just learn to let things go and let God do what he's going to do. Stay in prayer so you can kind of stay, so you can stay focused. Even when I notice um, sometimes when a person, is, when it's time to tithe and people seem to be doing it grudgingly, we have to look at in turn how it could affect the motivation of another person who's trying to give. Because if they see that your face is tied because you feel like you're giving your last, they're looking at you saying, hey, well, maybe I shouldn't do this either. So you kind of always kind of have a better state of mind when you are around people so you can see that it does matter what you say. And we're supposed to be a good cheer. 
And that means we're supposed to have a great state of mind. We're supposed to be uplifting, uplifting and encouraging to others. So you have to ask yourself, am I that in spite of things that I'm going through? Am I that person someone can come to when I'm having a hard time, when I'm feeling like things are just upside down? Instead of withdrawing, they can come to you for that one word that could just change everything. It could change their day. But now I want to just give you a few things on how to change your attitude. The first thing is in Philippians 2, 3. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition, vain, conceit, humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests. It just told me that everything is just not about me. You have, you, um, when you motivate other people, you, you, that simple word can make them feel a lot better. Or if you do a nice gesture for someone, you're actually blessing someone, but in turn, you start feeling better yourself. The second thing is ask God to help you replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts. The main way you can do that transition is to really just pray and be around other people that are positive and that are just kind of encourage you, especially people who can encourage you with the scripture because that's the basis of who we are. And God has that laid out before us where we can always get motivated from his word, which leads to number three. Read the Bible regularly to remind yourself of how blessed you are. The scriptures are so full of so many things of motivation and how God feels about you and the love that he has for you, if you read that on a regular basis, it'll give you joy. It'll make you have a better attitude, and you'll have that cheer. Uh, number four, surround yourself with positive and encouraging people. And don't distance yourself when you're down, because we all need encouragement. And that nice word from someone who's solid in that in the word, like our pastors and our elders, they're so encouraging. You and they're there for you when you're down. I, I've had conversations in private that changed my whole reality, and and a relation in my marriage even where I was like, oh my God, this is not working, and I've gotten so many positive things. And, and just hold on and just be prayerful. And I just want to let you guys know it matters. It matters so much. Just the last six months of my life and in my marriage as a testimony, I will tell you, I don't know who that person is almost that I am in the same house with. He is so nurturing and so supportive. I, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I know that is nothing but God. I know for a fact that it's nothing but God. Um, number five, Philippians 4 and 8. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, what admirable, uh, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on those things. So start looking at everything with the pure eyes and positivity because 
a circumstance could look bad, but there is positive things in there for you to learn from and everything is, it seems bad, but everything is not bad. But we focus sometimes on negative things more than we focus on the good things. And the last one is be patient with yourself. Renewing of the mind does not happen overnight, but the more you push toward God's word, you'll start seeing results. Every time you'll just start seeing your growth and how you're changing your heart and changing your mind. And how do I apply this to my everyday life? Live in the reality of the eternal joy and peace no matter what challenges you go through. Jesus is telling us to take heart in our trials, take heart in our through temptations, take heart in our troubles. We have something to look forward to that the world doesn't know about unless they see it through you. And when I looked at the um, the um, the MSG version of the Bible, the message version, it said, I told you all things so that trusting me that you will be unshakable and assured deeply at peace because in, the, in this godless world, you will always experience difficulties. But take heart because I have conquered the world. He signed, sealed, and literally delivered all that we need. He said, I got you. I have overcome the world. You're going to be unshakable. I have conquered this world. When you really read what he's saying, how he conquered the world, that means he's defeated the world. That means he has overthrown the world. That's because he's crushed the world. We have so much assurance that everything is going to be okay that alone should make your heart light. And I want to end with saying our attitude will change when we cling to God and study his word and pray. He will reveal through our circumstances and he will find and we will find peace as our faith and trust in God deepens. We can we can we will be witnesses to others when we when they see that we've gone through challenges and how we overcame obstacles through our connection with God. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless.